0: College Circuit Speaker, Jesse Mogul. Welcome back to College Success Habits. I am your host, Jesse Mogul, and as always, it is an honor and a privilege to have you here for the next 20, 30 minutes or so. We'll see. You know, I'm sitting here in my home office and I'm very confused about what I'm supposed to be doing. And I know that seems a little odd considering I'm literally on a microphone right now recording this podcast. But this really became just my default mode because I had an idea of what I was going to begin to accomplish today. And then I had some issues with my teachable online course and the pricing and the links and all of this other weird stuff. And it's just really threw my day askew. And so I went outside, went for a walk, tried to listen to an audio book. That wasn't working because my brain just It wants to know what it's supposed to be doing right now. I operate as a person who likes to have an agenda, things that I can be accomplishing. And so I thought, well, normally I record the podcast at night, either Mondays or Tuesdays. So why not just record this now? And it's not like I don't have a lack of things to do. I have social media reach outs in order to get people signed up for the empowerment calls that get people into the online course that I spent three hours fixing this morning. I've got a Patreon page that I'm very eager to get up and running. I could be calling the dentist and making an appointment. I could be setting up my business account at my bank. I could be organizing my notes that are in my closet that just seem to continue to stack and stack and stack. My to-do list is not lacking. It's what I want to focus on right now that seems to be where I'm running into an issue. And then I thought, okay, well, I am not the only person who's had this issue. And when I was in college for my awesome 12 years of that, what I normally would do in this kind of situation was just light up a cigarette, crack open a beer, and just think I would figure it out. And inevitably that would just lead to another beer or another beer. or I'd go over to a friend's house and smoke some pot and play some video games. I mean, whatever it was, it probably wasn't going to be what I really should have been doing because my brain would just get, I don't know if the word confused is the right word in this particular situation, but it just didn't seem to know what to do right then and there. And So I thought, okay, this is a great topic because you do have a substantial amount of quote-unquote idle time in college where you don't necessarily have something in that moment that is pressing. I love deadlines. I love having something pressing to do because then my brain just says, okay, this is what we need to be doing right now. There's nothing else on our agenda. Let's focus on this. The issues come up when you don't have something pressing to do. When it's not a deadline that's looming, but instead it's just a lot of different tasks that you really want to get done and that you want to do. There's a really great TED talk about this, and it's a it's got this um it's got this oh it's got this monkey involved. Now that I want to reference it in this, it's not gonna it's not gonna come as quickly as I would like. It's instant gratification monkey. This guy talks about how you are like this normal, thoughtful person who knows that they have things to do. Then you don't necessarily focus on any of them. So this instant gratification monkey rolls in and you just start to just do whatever it is. This is exactly how people waste hours a day on social media. This is exactly how people end up at bars, at 10 a.m. or noon, hey, I don't have class till three o'clock. Let's go and have a beer at lunch when the restaurants open up in our college town. This is exactly how this kind of stuff happens because the instant gratification monkey has no problem having you sit there and ping, ping and bong, bong off of multiple different things that aren't actually what you want to be working on. So how do you overcome this? One of the key things that I find having in my life, is something like this podcast, where it's like, okay, I don't necessarily know what I want to be doing. I'm going to sit here and pace around in my home office, figuring it out. I know this podcast is on the agenda. It's something I want to be doing weekly. I don't want it to feel rushed. Normally, it's on a Tuesday night at like 10 o'clock when I'm finally getting it done. I'm like, okay, well, this is a good opportunity for me to talk you guys through a system that I use in order to just help me figure out what it is that needs to be pressed on. So I've got this big dry erase board and it's hanging and I've got all these pieces of the paper. It's it's pretty insane the way that this one wall looks in my office. And it's just loaded with different things I could be working on. And already now, as I'm talking to you about what it is I could be working on. As I'm working on a podcast, mind you, my brain has probably got about 20% of it operating in the background as things that it's starting to realize it could be doing. What ultimately will fuel what I choose to do when these podcast shoots are over is going to be, what do I think is something that could help me now move forward on multiple different projects? What is something that I could begin to research about setting up a Patreon page or what is it I could be doing with my forms I got from the bank to set up my business account so I get that going. What is the lowest hanging fruit is a term that I like to use. What is something that could benefit me now that could get something else ultimately off of my to-do list? Not many of the things I work on are just one or two step processes. There's a lot of different steps that are accumulated over time that get me to this final product, whatever that might be, the business account, the Patreon page, getting my NLP manual in order, preparing for the next client that I have in three hours and 15 minutes, figuring out what I could be working on as far as the summit that me and some business partners are holding in June. I've got a five-day challenge that we're starting to morph around and change a bit. Uh, It's not a lack. (laughs) You as college students absolutely live in this same world where you've got three, four, five classes going on, a part-time or a full-time job. You're managing your finances. You're thinking about the next semester already and how you're going to get into this one particular class that only has 30 spots, but 70 students want it. There are things that you can be doing. It's just imagining what it is that will benefit you the most now. Because we all are humans, and part of the human experience is this instant gratification. We lack impulse control. So when we don't necessarily have a very direct thing to be working on, we can begin to allow allow our mind to just float. And I actually titled this into my show notes as Idle Hands. And it reminds me of "idle hands are the devil's tool," this old saying from back in the day, and I'm sorry. I just sort of I just I just saw this crow land by my bird feeders outside my window, and I don't know if I want a gigantic crow <laughs> outside of my window. Sorry, my brain just went off a little bit there. Idle hands are the devil's tool, and when I think about that, what that ultimately means. Is that When we don't know what we're supposed to be doing, we'll just start to seek the easiest path with the least resistance as something to fill our time. This is how you spend hours playing video games. This is how you spend day after day after day just sitting on social media and just clicking and pinging and getting followers and likes. Because it does shoot off dopamine into our brains. We do get this bit of a fix. We do walk away from that feeling like we've done something, but is it really what you could be doing? You need to figure out what your own list of things are. What tests do you have coming up that you could begin to read a few more pages for? What paper do you have coming up where you could be doing a little bit more research for? As I work with multiple clients right now about this idea of creating new habits within ourselves. A lot of it comes down to the principles I talk about in my book, right? This developing a growth mindset that you can change anything about yourself if you prioritize it and put energy into it, right? You've got to be decisive and you take action. The part that I find the most important is the discipline because while it shows up as the fifth principle because that's the order in which they they are accomplished in, It is the one to me that makes the biggest difference because once you have developed your growth mindset and you know that you can work towards something if you prioritize it, you're courageous in knowing you're not gonna have all the answers, but you move forward anyways. You're decisive in as much as that you've made the decision to be courageous, to develop your growth mindset and you're not gonna get off your own path. Taking action is the only thing only way anything happens in our life. We know this. You don't just sit on a couch and will the best life towards you. You've got to get up and move on that. And that's where discipline shows up. This discipline I have to just say, you know what? I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to be working on right now, but I know that I've got podcasts to do. So let's do that. And at the very minimum, one, I get it off my to-do list, but two, I have this opportunity to talk this out with you, for you to be able to experience what it is that I go through on a daily basis. Again, some days you have a deadline looming, and it is just so easy to know what to do. You've got you know, two classes, a part-time job, and three days from now, a paper's due. You know exactly how this day is going to play out. It's the days we aren't sure. Where we are most susceptible to poor habits, undisciplined behavior, and really just like this emotional impulse-lacking monkey inside of our head that just says, ping-ping, bong-bong, play-play, let's not do anything that we actually should be doing. And so have yourself a list of activities that you know you can be working on. I've got a picture up here of a story script I could be writing, um, a training that I'll be putting on soon where I could be I could be organizing. Uh my again, my 5-day challenge or my my communication summit, the Patreon page. And even as I say all of those things, none of them seem to be extremely pressing. So when you don't have something that is breathing down your neck pressing to be working on, then you want to start looking at the things that are going to bring you Satisfaction in that moment. And again, we're looking to steer away from playing on our phones or video games or drinking alcohol or, you know, smoking pot or whatever it might be that we would normally do as a recreational activity. We want to be looking for ways that we can be productive and we can walk away from whatever that activity is, ultimately feeling like we did something productive for ourselves. This is where the embodying tenaciousness, my seventh principle comes in. How can you be the best version of yourself every single day? I get that there are going to be those times where you need to chill back and relax. It's been a stressful week. You want to play some video games. You want to dick around on social media. You want to go and have a couple drinks. If you're of legal drinking age, I'm not going to be that person who acts like, I'm not going to sponsor (laughs) your minor consumption. But it's college. And, and I realize for most of you traditional college students, there's, there's just ways. If there's a will, there's a way. And in high school, there's will and there's way as well. So I want you to be thinking about what it is you can do to create the best version of yourself. When you see these uber successful people that are like, you know, the, they're the Elon Musk's, the are Richard Branson's, the Bill Gates, these Uber, will, you know, the Buffets of the world who just seem like they've got cajillions of dollars. Right, these are the people who always had something to be working on. There wasn't a day where they were just like, I'm going to wing it. You know, I'm sure, let me take that back. There were days that they just winged it. But when you look at the businesses, the empires that they've built, you're going to have to go ahead and just assume that most days weren't just being winged, And even though I created my own, you know, priority focus list for the day, like we talked about back in episode two, and I've referenced many times, I've got my priorities, I've got my focuses, I have a couple clients today, of course, I want to work out, it still doesn't seem like anything on this list is as pressing as it should be. Maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe what it really is, is just a bunch of of small tasks that are not really going to come to a deadline unless I put a deadline on them. So is there a way that you can begin to put deadlines on things that are important to you so that you see them through? We talked about this uh, in another, I think it was the same episode when we talked about this instant gratification monkey, is that. School deadlines or going and working out or going to work, those are easy things to accomplish because there is a time when work starts. There's a time when the paper is due. There's a time in your day where if you don't fit in your workout, it won't happen. What ultimately leads us to the most fulfilled version of our lives, and again, according to my opinion, is these successes that we have and the things that we want to do where no one is holding our feet to the fire. It's up to us to be self-motivated to accomplish these various goals. You know, I got a new dental plan, so I need to set up an appointment with a new dentist. I've got different things with um, different organizations that I could be putting together and working through. I've got planning for podcasts. I mean, it doesn't stop, but these are things that I want to do. There's no one else that's necessarily sitting there, tapping their foot, waiting for me to get them done. So where are you having these kind of issues in your life? Where do you need to start to reorganize the way that you're choosing to spend your time in order to become the more successful, accomplished version of yourself that you want to see looking back at you in the mirror? The things that we really want to be able to accomplish in our lives are often just led up to us to decide to do them. I have one of my friends who gives me great compliments by saying things like, Jesse, when you make a decision to do something, you just do it. The things that you talked about wanting to do four and a half years ago when you got sober, you have just checked so many of them off of your list. You create an online course, or you write a book, or you go speak at a college. Like You said you were going to do these things, and you just went and did them. And it's because no one else is going to make me do them. I have to be looking at myself in the mirror every day and say, am I doing the best? I will never be okay with not accomplishing something that was based on my own tenacity and discipline to see it through to fruition. It's one thing if I want to go speak at a particular university and it's between me and four other speakers. So they've got their top five and they're going to decide who gets to come speak based off of the material. My material is my material. I'm not going to change it just to suit someone else. It is what it is. And those other four people have their own material. I can't necessarily dictate that I get that gig. Just be just by trying to be disciplined and will it, I can definitely be as prepared as possible. I can be f- thinking fast on my feet and have tons of uh, sidebar information that really brings it and makes it more enjoyable to listen to. but my information is my information if they ultimately want someone who talks about you know picking up four hundred pound rocks and carrying them from side to side in your yard as their keynote speaker that's not what I talk about, so they're probably going to go with that person who picks up 400-pound rocks and carries them from side to side in their yard. But what I can control are things like, when do I get my business account paperwork sent in? When do I finish my research on my Patreon page so that I can get that launched? When can I organize my NLP manual for my course coming up in July? When will I be sending out more messages via social media to set up these clarity calls? Right? These are things that I can control because it's based on my will and discipline to start them and to continue working on them till they are done. The satisfaction you get from finishing things is amazing. This is why workouts are so great. Really, my key—my key since I was twenty-nine, going on thirty—was that I started becoming more physically active. The best way to mental health is through physical health. To get active, to do something that makes yourself fired up. If it wasn't for these podcasts, I would have just gone up into the loft and I would have just worked out. You've got to do something that gets you out of your head and into your body. We spend so much time in our head that we can get lost in that maze that we have created for ourselves. So when you're thinking about ways that you... Can start to move forward on projects that are important to you, but don't necessarily have a deadline. I would highly recommend beyond just having a list of all of the things that you could be working on. You could break down, you know, the Patreon page. There's multiple things. Whether it's going and researching what the tiers could look like, you know, settling on the the ones I choose, realizing that those can change at any time because I know how to exercise flexibility. Principle number six. I don't have to be set on any of them, but it is important to get it launched so then I can start to get feedback and see if what I'm offering is really what people want. But until you go live with something, you'll never know if it's actually going to work. This is where taking action is so important. And even as someone who teaches this stuff for a living, it doesn't mean that I have it all figured out all the time. It does mean I have resources to call upon that remind me, how to get myself back on the the quote-unquote right path. But it doesn't mean that I'm perfecting any of these. We don't seek perfection. We seek progress. It's the progression of ourselves. It's the evolution. Humans will never be perfect, but we can continue to evolve ourselves to become more of what it is we want to be looking back at ourselves when we look in the mirror. And I'm going back to that mirror thing a lot because it's really important how you see yourself not how other people see you. You can't necessarily control any of that. One person might think you're super diligent because you get your stuff done like my friend does. Another person could think that I'm just so focused on my work that I'm not paying attention to other areas of my life. Do either of them really know? They only see it from their perspective. And that's very limited because they, wouldn't, they can't be around me 24-7. So they only see whatever I let them see or whatever it is that they can casually notice via social media. These aren't people who live with me. They're definitely not me who's always there watching me and listening to me and talking to me. So how are you talking to yourself? How are you seeing yourself? And are you being mindful that you're putting a lot of judgments on yourself based on the things that you are doing in any given day? If you know you've got assignments coming due and yet you sit there and drink a 12-pack and play video games on a Tuesday, how do you think you're going to look at yourself the next day when not only have you woken up with a hangover, you still have a lot of things to do on your to-do list? So I have my big to-do list on my wall. And now that we've talked this out together, I'm like, okay, let me break these things down into smaller bite-sized chunks, right? go and read a few pages on Patreon about tears. That'll take half an hour. Jot down some notes of things that I could offer. Then I've made one small step towards completing that project. If I feel the momentum moving on that, I can continue on that. Or I could go and, and take the pictures of the contracts for my bank account and get those emailed. That's a very easy way to get that off of my list. I can contact a dentist near me and set up an appointment. That's probably still going to be two months away. There's always some things that you can be working on, but you've got them as these big things that if you broke them down into smaller pieces and just started working on one, even if it was just for 10, 15, 20 minutes, you would make headway on it. So as we think about idle hands are the devil's tool, right, old saying, but still super useful. When you don't know what you should be working on, you can often find yourself just wasting away time until that next imminent deadline actually shows itself. So figure out what things you can be working on. Get those out of your head and onto a piece of paper. Do what I do and write them on big pieces of paper and put them on your bedroom wall or your office wall in your house somewhere where you can see it. And you say, okay, that's a big thing I want to get done. Now let's break it down into smaller sections. It's just like cooking. You see this amazing recipe, you want to cook that, right? There's going to be all these different steps. One of my things, why I don't like to follow a lot of recipes is I just want to see the ingredients and then just start throwing them into the saute pan or into the casserole dish or however that looks. There's an order to things. And by understanding the order, I can put the ingredients in at the right time so that the dish actually comes out exactly how it's supposed to. Once I've cooked it once or twice, fine. Now I understand the ingredients a little bit better. I can make some shifts to it, and I can do it my own way. But first, I want to do it the way that it's being shown to me. By doing that, I learn how to make the dish, quote-unquote, the correct way. And then I can begin to improvisationalize the entire process. But you know that there is a way that you can be preparing for that test or preparing for the paper, preparing your day so that whenever you do go into your part-time job, you feel like you've done what you were supposed to for school. Whatever is your lowest hanging fruit, it's up to you to decide and for you to figure out. But ultimately, if you don't have a plan in place, if you aren't flexible, and you don't know where to start to take action, then your idle hands just find you wasting hours doing things that are not benefiting you. So figure out some of the big things that you want to do. Break them down into smaller chunks. And when you don't know where to start, you don't know what to work on in that given moment, just turn to that list and just say, okay, which one has been on my list too long? The longer something's on your list, the more stale it becomes. Just get it off. Setting up this business account seems like the easiest thing for me to do right now because I've been chomping at the bit to get that done. Once that's over with, I think I'm just going to go work out because if all else fails, a good 30 minutes of sweating will absolutely clear the mind. I have these little things that I can start to do to move my day forward so I feel like it's a victory. You do too. So get this stuff out of your head, get it down on paper and keep it nearby. And start to ask yourself, what's been on this list for too long that should not be on this list any longer? Get it done and be able to move forward. The instant gratification monkey is always in your head, just waiting to have you go squirrel like the dog up from the movie Up and just immediately take away your focus from where it should be. I'm not a big fan of the word should because that presumes somebody being wrong. You should have done this and you should have done that. But ultimately, you know, at the end of the day, whether you should have played four hours of video games, or whether you should have done some more research, or studied a little bit more for the test, or started to prepare for something that you know is coming up. Imminent deadlines are great and all, and you will certainly face a plethora of them when you get out into the work- workforce. But it's not necessarily the best motivator to get things done to the best of your abilities. And that's what we're seeking. To not just get something done, but to get it done in a way that actually progresses us to become the best at what it is we're doing. We want to be seeking to achieve more than we've done the previous day. Look in the mirror. That's your competition. No one else. If you're doing your best, then that is all you can ask of yourself. And if you don't think that that's enough, then go and get better so that your better becomes best. I think there's a saying, practice so hard that your good becomes better and your better becomes best. And that's what we want. But we want to do it in a way where we're not kicking ourselves in our own ass, that we're not beating ourselves up, that we're being nice to each other and nice to ourselves. When I get stuck, I just think, okay, best case scenario is I figure out a new way to handle this emotional ebb and flow that comes from not feeling as directed as I would prefer right now. And then boom, before you know it, I'm on this microphone shooting this podcast. And that is our time together because now it is time for me to go off and knock some other things off of this to-do list. I want to thank you for listening to me, whether it's on your drive or your walk or whatever that might be in your day, that I've been able to benefit you in order for you to realize that there are ways to get the congestion in your head out onto paper so that you can actually start making headway on these bigger projects that you want to do. No one will hold your feet to the fire better than you will for yourself. If you really want to learn how to handle your emotional intelligence and the ebbs and flows that comes from just hormones and college and everything else, if you find yourself getting tripped up by being angry or jealous or guilty or shameful, if you're looking for better ways to communicate with with those that you care about in your life, if you want better ways to understand why it is you learn better one way versus another or why you communicate better with one person versus another. If you want to understand how you can create more positive, beneficial habits in your life, then I would highly suggest that you reach out to me on Instagram at Mogul and let me know you'd like to set up an empowerment call to discuss your participation in my online program. I have gotten tons of amazing feedback from the participants already and enrollment is still open. This is something that even if you listen to this podcast five months from now, my Wise Mind Empowerment online course is going to be something that I will be building and growing and participating in for years to come. It is May 3rd of 2021, and I can guarantee you this course will still be happening in a year or two because I love it that much. I have put that much effort into it. And if anything it's only going to grow and the tribe will only become more diverse as I begin to finally leave the home office and go speak at universities and colleges and all these other places that I intend to go speak. I have this gigantic goal of affecting 1 million students in a way that brings them to their most empowered self. And Very much preferred steers them away from the addiction lifestyle I fell into whenever I was going to school from 18 to 30. There are ways for you to become that version of yourself that you know is locked inside of you. If you decide, I can be one of those ways that guides you there. Already you're listening to the podcast and you're at show 95, so clearly I'm making a difference somehow. (laughs) And as always, inclusivity over exclusivity, the power of positive energy, release and flow. Go out there, be spectacular. See you next week. Bye-bye.